You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Rabzeira boy kamei Rabiosa. Rabzeira asked Rabiosa the following question. Rabiosa is all over the, uh, that's all over the uh, Yerushalmi. Niskaven lizakot mina meitzar. We talked in the Mishnah yesterday, in the beginning of the second parak, that when there are separations between areas of growth, of field growth, those separations, whether Minatora or Midarabonin, we say came out, the Rabbanin called that two separate fields. And therefore, you have to take pay it twice. Let's say the person has two fields, but they are, let's say he bought the second field, used to be owned by someone else. When it was owned by someone else, there was an elevated area that was called the border area. And that's how they knew the fields were separate. And he leaves the separate area there intact. He doesn't you can tell that there's like an area, oh, what's this? This was the line of demarcation when I didn't own the field. So Niskaven Lizakos Minametsar. So what he decides to do is like this. They they both I own both of them. It's no river. There isn't any uh water here. There's no ged there. It's a Metsar. Everybody knows it who's a farmer that this would be the border. I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to take Peya here and let it work for my field on the other side of the Metzar. I own them both. Why can't that work? That's what he asked Rabbi Yossa. Rabbi Yossa tried to avoid the answer. He showed from his uh, body language and from his movements that he didn't know the answer. He wasn't sure. So the Gemara says, you mean Rabbi Yossa was really misopic? It sounds like Rabbi Yossi has is a different Rabbi Yossi than we know from before. Why? We're going to learn in the next parak uh, another Mishnah. And what are we going to learn over there? Now, what is that talking about? So it says about the following. Rabbi Akiva was, Rabbi Akiva felt that let's say you are planting a, a certain grain and you, you're maybe not the best farmer in the world and you didn't fertilize the areas equally. So one area you fertilized very well and therefore the produce started coming up quicker in that area than the others. And in fact, area number two is you got less fertilizer. And area number three got the least amount. Now, all the areas will eventually grow. But because of the way you fertilized it and maybe then watered it, they're going to grow differently. And you're going to have something that the Mishnah calls in the third parak, a soda minumar. That if you'd be looking up, if you'd be looking from above, it would look like a freckled field. Here's something that pops up, but here there's here it's blank. Here's up. So you have a field that's spotted. It's like a spotty, freckled field. Rabbi Kiva says, hey, that's like three fields. 
You have to take pay from each one. I'm saying, no, you're just a schlumpy farmer. That's a Sodom and Umar. You only have to take pay at once. But the Chachamim are moda to Rabbi Akiva, moda from Rabbi Akiva, that let's say what you planted, it wasn't that it was your schlumpy fertilizer, but the thing that you planted, its nature is to crop up at different spots in the field. If it's Shevet, Shevet is a type of grain, type of uh, grass. I'm not sure what it is exactly. Uh, maybe you guys know, but uh, it's it's something. <laughs> um, it's a type of uh, it's a type of, uh, of, of 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 crop. Not sure, I forgot what it is right now. Um, bad on me. Uh, chardal, we know what that is, is mustard. And let's say you planted, it comes up in three different spots. Over there, they'll admit that you take paya three times. Keni mastis and sheves begimel makomos. Chardal begimel makomos. There, the chachamim admit. Why? Why do the chachamim admit? So there's a machlokas, Shmuel and Rabiosa. Why? Now, remember, we're trying to figure out that Rabiosa contradicts each other. What do Rabiosa say here? Oh, I'm not sure about, about that thing with the, with, with the separation with, with, the, uh, with, the, with the Mezar. I'm not sure if that's one field or two fields. What did Rabiosa say here? You'll find out in a second. Shmuel says, The reason why when it comes to Shevis or Chardal, the reason why is, is because it grows and pops up in different places. It doesn't all grow in one shot. Whenever you plant Chardal or Shevis, that's just the nature of it is. It always shows up and never comes up together. Therefore, it's not considered one field. It's considered separate fields. You have to take pay off separately. Remember, we learned certain crops, like like figs, there is no dinpeya. Because by figs, you need to actually um, uh, harvest it. Otherwise, it's going to get ruined. With sheves, you could leave it there, but it's, it's going to be a while for the other stuff that you planted to grow. So unlike, so it's, it is with kitoso ka'achas. Technically, you could wait for all the sheves to arrive. The stuff that's is going to sit there is not going to get ruined sitting in the ground. So because, but it still does not pop up all at the same time. That's why Shmuel says the Chachamim admit in the case of Shevis and Chardal. That's not what Rabiosa says though. Rabiosa says b'shem Rabiochanan mipnei shedarkan lizara arugot arugot that the derech is to plant them as separate see separate beds to plant them as actually separate areas separate areas which means you need room to walk around them to tend them they are small plants they aren't meant to be a big field it's meant to be little sections chardal and shevet are meant to, to have small little rows and therefore the rows are separate from each other what separates them Elevated, uh, elevated uh, um, ground for the gardener to be able to walk there and water them and take care of them. In other words, a mezar separates them. Oh, so that's based. That shows you that whenever there's a separation, just like a separation between the beds uh, of these plants, 
the separation between the two original fields should also create the din of two separate taking off of payers. So why didn't Rabbi Yosa answer him? That's the Gemara's question. So let's read it again. Vikan atamarhachin, and here you say he's not sure. So the Gemara says, because it seems to be Pshitalei based on what he said on the other Mishnah, that separate beds, and they and he doesn't say like Shmuel, that they're growing at separate times. They might all be popping up at the same time. But because of the way you positioned it, it's considered two fields. Well, why here, where, you, where we're talking about a border, shouldn't it be two fields? So it says, Lotzricha. We have to say it's talking about what it means is to lokacha mishum peya, a lokacha. What it means is that we're talking about that stuff is growing on that border. What we're talking about is is that the grain is actually on the border. Maybe when it was owned by a separate person. It was just borderland. Now that he owns both fields, he's allowed the same grain to grow. Now, you can still tell it's elevated, and it looks a little bit different in terms of the topography. But it's growing there. That was the question. When it says, me'al ha'metzar, it didn't mean from the metzar within and from the metzar inward. But what it meant is, let's say stuff is growing on the metzar. Can it work for each field? Because the mates are sort of like uh, the mates are sort of like a helper of, of both of his fields. So maybe the stuff on the mates are could work on the the field itself. That was the question he had. On that, and that was a, a suffix, whether it works or not. That's what's the lo The question is, is the is the stuff that grows on the Meitzar, does it have a shame paya? A low culture. So, the Gemara says, I can prove that question. Tani Raboshia, Hifrish paya misoda lechaverta. Raboshia talked about two separate fields. And he says, if you're going to be mafresh on one on the other, low kitcha. So, Shama, that what? Shama Meimar, you can see that what he holds is, Afivu Meitzar. It's not the same field. It's the mater of the field. The same way two separate fields, it doesn't work. This is not the field. This is the border between the two. So even though you have stuff growing on it, it doesn't work. And that would answer Reb Zeyra's question. Rabbi Yossi Bachanino Amar, Chatsuvot Mapsikin Lepeya. When it comes to, there's a, a certain type of uh, a certain type of, of of grass that's called chatsuvot. And what it does is when you plant it, that's considered a, a very important border uh, separator. And therefore, if you have gotten two fields and you've planted a chatsuvot between the two, you have wheat and you, and you put chatsuvot, this type of grass, between the two. And one of the things about Chatzuvot is it grows directly down. In other words, you can actually find the roots. The roots do not spread uh, outward, but it goes directly down. 
so if you went through the effort of planting chatzuvot, it must mean you are separating the fields. Rav Chista Boibehen, Rav Chista explained about them. Why? Why is chatzuvot so special? Because Cholak Yoshua Taaretz, when Yoshua wanted to divide the tribes, where Yisachar, Zvula, and Dan, Naftali, what he insisted was that the farmers, or maybe he himself, sent the people there to plant chatzuvot. Today, if you want to go to a different state, there are signs that say, welcome to Jersey, right? Welcome to New Jersey. You go into New York, it says, forget about it, right? When you go over the, uh, when you go over the Verrazano Bridge, right? Well, right. But in those days, how did you know you were coming to a different land or a different area? The Chatzuvot indicated this is a new country, a new Medina, a new uh, place for this Shevet to be. Therefore, it always stood that, uh, since Yoshua used it, historically, that's what it indicates. It indicates this is not that. You're in a different state. That's two different fields. Rab Hanina, he said, He he actually used that to show where the borders of Eretz Yisrael were. So even though you're not using it for something so glorious, that's when you plant this type of grass, that creates a separation of the fields. Remember we talked about in the Mishnah, Ashlulit, we talked about a gathering of water that's sitting there between the two sections, that con- that's considered a break. So Gemara says, it's got to be koshi moshechet. <laughs> there's got to be water that's running in it. The fact that there's like just a, a, a body of water, like a, some mud, that's not enough. It has to be, you can actually see the water running. A nachal, if however it's really an actual riverbed. So even in the summertime, when it's hard to see any water, there apopisha eno moshech that still counts as a separation. Now the Gemara goes back to the Mishnah. This is a point I mentioned to you yesterday. I told you the Gemara was going to talk about it. The Gemara says, Mikivan ditaninan derech hayochid v'derech harabim matzorcha. You already told me that if it's a big road, but it's owned basically by an individual, that's considered a break. Then for sure a derech that's used by the community should be considered a break. Why did you have to tell me that in the Mishnah? So on a Mamer because I'm trying to tell you from the next Mishnah. In the next Mishnah, we're going to see that all the things that separate grain fields do not separate orchards. Orchards need to be separated by something stronger, by an actual wall. So therefore, we want to tell you, even a big road, even a derach of Rabim, does not separate orchards. And it's considered one field as far as trees goes. Let's read it inside. I feel there harab mein mapsik ilon ela geder. Then the Gemara asks another type of similar question you'd see in the Bavli on the Mishnah. You already mentioned to me this smaller path that's owned by individuals is considered a break. Why do you have to mention a shvil of rabbin? So the Gemara says, you know why? Because remember, there's a difference between a derech and a shvil. A derech is considered a break even though it's completely desolate and everybody knows not to go there during the winter when the crops are growing and people don't walk there. It's still considered a break. 
But a shavil is not considered a hepsic to create two fields unless people are there during the winter as well. So therefore, we want to tell you, we need it, we want to tell you a shavil of a rabbim as well. Even though it's a shvil that belongs to the rabbim, the only time the shvil gets the schus to consider it two fields is when it's used summer and winter. And that's why we mentioned shvil of rabbim. Let's see it inside. If it's a shvil that people don't use during the winter, even though it's owned by the rabbim, then it's not, unlike a derech, then it's not considered a hefsek between the two fields. Now, remember, one of the things that's considered the Mishnah told us that let's say you have a total empty field between the two areas, a total empty area, that calls it two fields. Or an area that there's nothing planted, but it's plowed, near. Okay? So Rob said, the boor and the near, it's got to be at least base rova. It's got to be at least about 104 amis. That's a base rova. It's about 104 amis square. That's what it has to be. And if it's not that wide, they can't put 104 square amis in it, that's not considered uh, a real break. Now, the, another thing the Mishnah mentioned was you plant another crop in between the two. Zera acher. Okay, there it doesn't make a difference how large that area of crop is. Afil koshu. Even if it's a small amount, that even if it's a tiny area, but you have the rutabagas in the middle, that's enough to be considered a break. That's what Rob said. Rabbi Yochan Amar, I, Rabbi Yochan took all three together that were in the Mishnah. Bur, Nir, Vizara, all three together. What's the din? Bur, Nir, Vizara, Zera, Acher. It's Gimel, Tlamim, Shalpatiach. <laughs> it's three furrows of when you start. In other words, farmers know that before they even put seeds in, they've got to go in with the with with with, with, with the plow and go at least what's called machabedu with psicha with the patiach. That's a, the post can say that's two amos. So basically, what you need is two amos wide, not a kosher, but two amos wide for all three. Ma upolig. Are we going to say that Rabbi Yochanan and Rav are arguing? Well, they do argue a lot. Is it Mukhrach to say they argue? We'd like to say they wouldn't. We want to put these two giants together. Mar says, you know what? We can say they're not arguing. Why? Madam Rav, when Rav talked about the smallest amount of rutabagas, that wasn't about rutabagas. <laughs> he was talking about something you're chayiv and peya on. In other words, he was talking about an in-between crop that you have to take paya from, something that's not like a vegetable, something like another grain. So if the thing that separates the two wheats are barley, even though the amount in the middle is very small, that's what Rav says, zera achar is kosher. Whereas Dama Rav Yochan, Rav Yochan's talking about bepitur paya. Rav Yochan's talking about something that you are potter from paya on. And therefore, it has to be at least two amos, like rutabagas or vegetables. Okay, that takes care of that. So it could be they're not arguing about zera acher, but they definitely seem to be arguing about bur and nir. Rob said bur and nir has to be about 104 amos square. And, and he said two amos. 
What's that talking about? Vatani bur veneer. Bur veneer. Are you going to tell me they're they're chayiv and peya? They're not chayiv and peya. So why did he say? Why did he say two amis is enough? Two amis is enough of bur veneer. There's nothing even in there. Sounds to me like you gotta say Yochanan and Rav are arguing about that. So the Gemara says maybe not. Manda Marab is sort of Rob, when he talked about 104 Amis, was talking about a pretty decent-sized field of wheat. In other words, this, this empty fallow area is because the two babies in the mid, that are next to it, this fallow area in the middle, are, 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 are bordered by at least a decent-sized field. Since it's a decent-sized field, you need a decent-sized empty area in the middle to say there's a separation. Whereas, Rabbi Yochanan, Madam Rabbi Yochanan, Bechamishim Aushtayim. He's talking about 50 by 2 Amas. 50 by 2 Amas is a pretty small field. Therefore, the stuff in the middle can only even be 2 Amas will be enough. So they were talking about two different cases. So basically what the Gemara accomplishes is that they don't have to be arguing. Which was what? The same way we saw in the Mishnah that Rav Meir said that let's say that you have field A and field B. In the middle, you have an area that has the same, it started with the same material, but you decided to be kotzer it and to use it for animal feed, meaning it's shachas. It's, 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 it's you, you, uh, you destroyed its potential, and you turned it into animal feed. Rav Meir says, buddy, you now have to take pay from the stuff on the other sides. If you would have left it alone, it would be one pay on everything, but you were coats or the middle, you now have to take pay on the other two. So that's what Rav Meir said in the Mishnah. Rav Zayr said, I think Rav Meir's opinion in the Mishnah can be aligned with someone who he usually argues with, with Rav Yehuda. Rebbe Yehuda, the Tana. Let's see how. Kamoda Rav Meir Omer. Hakotzer Lishachas. Mopsik, the same way Rav Meir says that you're, it's, it's, it's considered a hefsik when uh, you cut the area in the middle for animal feed. Kane Rebbe Yehuda Omer Kotzer Lishachas Mopsik. Rebbe Yehuda agrees too. But we're going to learn something from Rav Yudah to Rav Meir. Rav Yehuda says the only time shachas is considered a ketzira that now creates like two separate fields is when the shachas grew enough that it was already chayiv and peya on its own right as a crop. Which means that it has to grow at least a third. If you harvest a, a fields before they grow a third, there's no chiv pay on them. You, you should wait till it's finished in order to give the aniyim the best. But if you decide to harvest extremely early, although it's edible for some people and there's some purpose for it, there's no chiv peya. The reason why is not just because I harvested it. It's because I harvested it after it was already past a certain growth spot. For sure, it, it could have grown much more. 
but it was already a third grown. And that's what Rav Meir was talking about. Right? Let's read it again. It's because it's a third grown. That's why it now creates a whole tumult. And now there's a chiyav pay on the two fields on the side. Because it itself had grown enough that it would already be chayiv and peya. Okay, Rav Meir Omer chiyav bepeya mapsik. Vo'eshkuchon, the Rav Meir Omer chiyav bepeya mapsik. Where do we see that? We see it. Kohoda detani, we have the following b'risa. Let's say, achlo guvoi. Let's say your field was harvested, but not the not by people. You know who harvested the field? The locusts came in. The locusts came in and swarmed the field. Or Karsamua Nimolim. Or who came in and harvested the field? The ants came in. The ants came in from the bottom and, and, and ripped off everything that was there that was growing. Or the locusts came in from the top. What's the din? Or Shavroso Aruach. Or a, a wind came, and all of a sudden the wind broke all the stalks, and all the stalks are lying on the ground. What's the din? Oh, behema, or there's an animal stampede. So it's not pretty, but technically, is that called katsira? Do I have to take paya now? I didn't do it. It was done by these forces of nature, these animals. What's the din? The din is petura. You don't have to take paya from that. Salvage what you can. That's not a katsira that you did. But hakol modim, right? So hakol modim imchorash mapsik. Everybody will say that. Let's say you have an area that's been devastated in the middle. Technically, that doesn't count as a, as a separation. So let's let's put these two together. Let's say. You have an area in the middle that was that was that was ravaged by locusts, and they left the areas on the side alone. What's the din? Does that make it as if you have two separate fields now, or not? So there are it doesn't, because you did nothing in the middle field. That was a locust. But let's say you decide to make the best of things, and you decide to clean up the stuff in the middle, and you do harisha in the middle. Uh-oh, you've now created two separate fields on the side. That's created a hefsik. But if you just leave it alone and you don't plow it over, then you still have one giant field which had locusts and ants who ate the stuff in the middle. So that's what the Bryson says. So mani hakol modim. Who does it mean hakol modim? Everybody is modim. Aha. Doesn't, it must refer back to Rav Meir. Rav Rav Meir? That must be Rav Meir. So Rav Meir says, eh, Rav Meir seems to be the one who sometimes argues, because he says that if you if your coats are with shachas, it's considered a hepsik. Everybody would admit if you do harisha. Why? Because over there, Rav Meir says, there was no katsira done. All, it was done by animals. So you have to do harisha. Whereas over here, when it comes to shachas, shachas, you don't have to do harisha. Just the fact that you harvested it is enough. So it shows you we're talking about a similar situation. The only difference is there it was animals, here it was people. But if over there it was animals that ate the grains after they had reached the chi of peah. 
So Chada Amra Meneshu Puterpeya. It's got to be the fact that it was done after a growth that you'd be Chayiv and Peya. That's when Harisha is Shachas is Mapsik. Avo right. Avo imu Chayiv. Let's say you'd be Chayiv in in, in Peya already because it's a third growth. Afilo Harish Mapsik. And which is the Gemara says, Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.